I said I was ready. But are you ready? I think I'm ready. Austin, are you say but did you hit play? Did you Record? hit play? Did the button? Do you play? You're close to the button. Are you There's playing? The, did you hit the button? Does it look like it? I don't button? know. Did did you, I, I can't see that far. Is the light on? Hey, the I hit the button. Austin Culture Club, Club. Podcast. Podcast. Austin Welcome to the show, Culture. Ruben. Oh, I was still saying Austin Culture Club Podcast. Austin Culture Club Podcast. Podcast. Austin. Welcome. Are you ready? Culture Club. You ready Podcast. for the show? I am ready. We got a special guest in the we show. Have a, we have we, a special guest. We have a guest. You want to introduce our guest? Nope. So he's the creator of Bigfoot Nose Karate, Latex Avenger. Is there anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, other books that I worked on? Yeah. Uh, Masters of the Obvious, Excelsior, The Apple Adventures of a Boy Named Stanley. I don't know. Something. Wow. Yeah, so. Bravo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thanks. My name is Dan, by the way. Dan? What's your, <laughs> I, I know your name's Dan, but I was trying to remember Dan your Price? last name. Oh, Price. Price. Actually. Dan yeah. Price. So, Dan Price, are you from Austin? Is anybody actually from Austin? Let's wait for the interview. Right, we'll get Dan, so how our show works, we're going to go into topics, Austin-related <laughs> topics. You can chime in if you want. Sure. And then we'll go right in an interview. Well, maybe sometimes, we, Ruben, you know. Did I likes, tell you? I have a new therapist. Overtalks the conversation. Don't be offended. I got a new therapist. I'm rolling in therapy. Ooh. I'm going to get all that therapy in my therapist. This therapy. Are you ready? Yeah. Have you met her? Yes. Did you talk about me? No, not yet. I can't bring you up too fast. I was trying to explain my mother. The last therapist that he had, Dan, uh, she fell madly in love with me. And it was really rough. And she had to drop Ruben as a client. Yes. Patient. I prefer um, confidant. <laughs> and so he's been out of therapy for a long time. But I'm back, kid. Therapy. I feel better already. You look it's all the mind same, over mind. I've never met you before, but you look like you just got off a two-week vacation. You look very relaxed <laughs> you know what? right now. It's what the was therapy. the term that you, you thought somebody got fired? It was like, so our, one of the guys that dug... Oh yeah, of uh, you know, <laughs> PTO. What is it called? ETO? PTO. PTO. You thought he got fired. I don't know. But what that's PTO like was? paid vacation off, paid time off, paid time off, personal time off, paid time off. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't have personal time off. Where I work at, it's like, hey, dude, don't be throwing rocks at the church, and then they get mad at me. And it's, I'm gonna start. It's up. five o'clock somewhere. Oh yeah. And this part of the, what? I'm can wine. Got, it's not can wine. It's they're not a sponsor of the show, but it's a draft latte. Oh. You know, I don't want to have no, any equipment. No. You ready for topics? <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yeah, this this Can yes. you not ask the guest to do things for you? First of all, he's my friend. Second of all, friends ask friends to do shit for them. So I was trying to think of new catchphrases for the show. James Choi try to get us to move his couch for him. Yeah. And that's dead air. <laughs> Austin, related topics. Topics. So a Southwest passenger was arrested for masturbating four times during a flight. Um, has this happened uh, to you? <laughs> I was like, <sighs> four times. I but mean, like, well, no, what's funny is he- They could have like, stopped that they, motherfucker the, the first time? Is, throughout the- so, I, 
I really looked into it. I was like, what it, what was they this guy? What was this stop. guy watching? Let him was stop. it, you know, let him stop. What was they like? Well, so he got through the whole flight without getting in trouble. And then I guess a passenger was taking video of it the whole time and photos. <laughs> and I, I don't know if they were masturbating to him masturbating. Or I don't know if he was watching like four times. What on flight movie would you masturbate four to? Four times. The fact that they got away with it for the first three times. Yeah. It's pretty freaking incredible. Yeah. Number one and number two. This is like, this is how weird. This is how people yeah. are nowadays. They're looking at this dude masturbate thinking, we'll let him finish. And then it'll be all right. Oh, he's doing it again. It's like a thousand idiots. Is that what you think it was? They're like, we'll let him finish. Well, what, what, what would you? Well, if you were on a plane and this dude, for example, would, would pretend like I've Dan Price is like some plane, asshole, but come on a plane. But for you know, Dan Price is right next to us on the plane. Yeah, and he's jerking hard. Ah, what do you do? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I would say, hey, do you need any help? No, I would say, excuse me, this is a flight. I would have kicked them. I would have literally just I've, kicked them and be like, "Come on, man!" I've the heard of the mile. Apparently, if we're playing a hypothetical, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, come on. So just like I would be like, "The fuck, it. man!" But wouldn't you go? You know, I've heard of the mile. I'm not even bleak on what, would it, what is it when you're <laughs> masturbating on a plane? Would it be like the five inch club or what? Depending on your penis size. I mean, I don't really know what this is going for here. <laughs> Tug of war. <laughs> Tug of what? What, what would you do if Dan's next to you? I kick him. You kick him. Oh, yeah. Give him a nice swift kick. Yeah. Ain't, I, nothing, ain't nothing worse to your fucking orgasm than some Mexican kicking you on a plane. He does bring up a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that would throw You ain't going to come for it. So, yeah. So, the passenger. The like, this motherfucker's ruining my goddamn vibe. You think that's bad? Have you ever, like, rode a bus? Like a Greyhound? Oh, man. I most of this, I feel like most of them are masturbating. It's not. And it's bus sex common. is wild, fool. I wouldn't say it's not. I'm saying it's wild. If you've been on the bus and you get in some, whew, there ain't no telling where that sum has been. Next topic. <laughs> I've gone too far. What? You ever had no You're sex offending on the bus? me. I know. I've never had bus Man, sex. I took a bus one time and I was like in New Mexico to me and a whole bunch of wild ass drunk Indians. And next thing I know, it was getting crunk in the back of the bus. Like a bus orgy? Look, I don't even know. Lights were dim, fool. Lights were dim on that bus. Damn. I think times were dim. What year was this? Fuck it. I don't know. But I tell you what, no one had four orgasms. Were y'all falling the Grateful <laughs> Dead, too? Oh. It's because we Indians and we I drunk heard you were you a like dead the dead. Head. I've heard. It's true. Next topic. <laughs> so a man arrested for killing his dad because he refused to pay for groceries. Whew. I mean, been there. I mean, I don't want to say I've been there, but this like I've just been this close. Well, I I've been there because I don't know my dad. So that we do a segment on the show called One Eight Hundred Find Joey's Dad in the Midland and Odessa area from nineteen eighty six to eighty nine. Mm. Please call One Eight Hundred Find Joey's Dad. Any information you may Papa, have about can his you hear me? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, dude. Like, I wish I had a dad. Ooh, child. That I could kill because he refused to pay for groceries. I also need to know how much groceries, because groceries are like, is it like one of those three hundred dollars? Have you seen the price bills? of groceries right or now? Or is it like a fifty-eight dollar grocery no, bill? No, like man, boys gotta eat. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, why kill your dad? Maybe he went full cannibal. Man, I was gonna say yeah. to you, my friend, 
Motherfuckers gotta chill on killing people for groceries. People people be killing. Or that's what they said. So I know this yeah, I know you're a big Coachella guy. Fuck yeah. You know. You're always you go every year. What what is it? What do they call Coachella? Coaxel? Is that what they call the the people? Well, uh, Kanye West, easy, uh, just dropped out of uh, Coachella. So, some breaking news. Did Pete Davidson now get in? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is he a singer now? Why not? Maybe he should be. He has, you know, we talk about Pete a lot on the show. Man, you know why he keeps Staten Island. The movie sucked. You just don't get it, man. You don't understand. What do I not get? His dad was a firefighter. Oh, oh that's no shit, Sherlock. You know what I mean? He died at 9-11. Motherfuckers died on time. Like, you're telling me that 9-11 was an inside job? This has been one of the know. worst years for Mexicans. The Cowboys lost, Vicente, Razor Ramon. You got to tell me about Lost Fool. Are these real people? Razor <laughs> Ramon? Sounds made up. Shit. Vicente? Vicente Fernandez. Next topic. Oh, let me start. So, you know. So you know it, it, you you're a fan of uh, masturbating in front of women, right? Who is Louis? So Louis C.K. The Grammys. <laughs> I already knew he's going with this. So the Grammys happened on Sunday. He won. He won. Do you know this, Dan? Are you a fan of Louis? No, I'm. I don't know his work really. Oh. He's a you know he's a, he's a well known comedian. He doesn't know his work. He had like at one point he had like well, five or had six different seven shows. TV shows. He still produces secretly all the same better show. things. Seven different shows, which is almost like a spinoff of his show Louis. Yeah, but, but it's a girl. It's his last him. season. Yeah. She like wrote it. Uh, Pamela, what's her name? Pamela. Something. What's her name? And I was gonna say Anderson. You know why? Because you don't know women's names. Because you're a fucking chauvinist. Because fuck I them. love women. They're more to me than just a name. Then you should know her name. Well, yeah. So Louis, Louis C.K. was uh, canceled. And fuck uh, him. He was fuck canceled. his record. He was canceled, me too, for supposedly uh, masturbating in front of women. Was he on a plane? He wasn't on a plane. Was that? He I, yeah, he time? was on that flight four times. Him, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he won uh, the Grammy for Why best. Why are we comp- even talking about him? Like he shouldn't even won the fucking Grammy. The Do you Grammys know what CK trash, stands though. for? Check back later. No, it's Clown King. Okay. Which I think is funny too. Clowns, clowns are funny. But yeah, so he won a when Grammy. Did clowns become funny. Bozo. Bozo. When was the last time you told somebody, you know what I used to fucking laugh at, homie? You ever watch some old Bozo videos? No, I've never heard you You're say that clown, once in your fucking you. life. I've never seen you slap your knee or do any kind of ha or guffaw or gaga or any of that shit for Bozo. Dan, would you ever write like a, a clown superhero type comic? Do you think uh, that would be something prevalent? You know, It's called the Joker. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and you're uh, saying you don't like clowns. You know, I would have to say, if I was going to do something like that, it would definitely have to be in the latex Avenger world. I can see that. In the uh, Bigfoot Nuts Karate. Clown universe. Prince of Crime. Yeah. yeah. Clown Prince of Crime. But like a Ronald McDonald type sure. character. Yeah, well, I did a Whataburglar. Water you got any Austin fucking topics in that fucking list? Austin Cutter? Let's see your clothing? notes, big boy. Whoa, whoa, easy there. All right, next topic. Elon Musk. Uh, oh, caused God, Twitter it. to finally get an edit button. You know this? Elon Musk uh, recently bought the majority of shares in Twitter. So now he's like, he owns more shares in Twitter than the actual 
That dude retired, whoever it was. The Twitter guy. like 19%, and he's got one on the uh, the board of directors now. Well, that's good for him. I'm so happy for him. You love Elon. Fuck him. I'm working I'm working the Tesla grand opening Nothing party Nothing I tomorrow. hate more than fucking rich people doing rich people's shit and then like wanting a fucking Is that slap what in you the hate? back. Oh, look. I bought a company because I'm rich. Who gives a fuck? We out here fucking struggling, saying shit like we slap people for doing shit like that. Man, fuck him. So you're bartending that party? Yeah. That'll be fun for you. Yeah, I'm working the you like that. You the like Tesla all that grand opening party I can party already see tomorrow. you there. Hey, Mr. Musk, can you sign my I forehead? Have, I have Grimes is there with her kid, eight, eight, four, six, two, nine, and the new kid. You're you were never married, but you still hang out with your baby's mama. She's like with some other chick. She's with Chelsea Manning. Your baby's mama? No, Grimesies. Grimesies? Yeah, but you don't support your. I don't support nobody. Your loved ones? When was the last time I said, "Man, I wish I could support loved ones"? Never. You've never, you've never supported me, and I thought I loved you. I thought, yeah, we're getting to the gist of the gist. What are you doing? You didn't hit the button. Uh, no, I asked you no, if you fucking hit the don't button. Don't worry about it. Wait, keep talking. Did you hit the button? No, it's fine. Your levels are off. That's all I'm trying to figure. You know why? Because you're fucking got one ear higher than the other on your stupid ass head. The fuck you talking about my levels are off? Say it. Keep keep talking. Why am I talking now? Talk my levels, levels are that fucking off. Fuck you, Elon, Grimes, Dan Price. Fuck everybody. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Um, well, fuck you too. Shit. Oh, Damn. Damn. <laughs> now Dan Price can have attitude. You see what you did to this whole podcast? What's that? Dan, what do you think of Elon? Um, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck him. Like, I mean, what's he gonna do? He ain't cha- Oh man, party foul. Holy shit! It's fine. It's fine. No, it's your good shirt. Your grandma gave that to you that year. We just had. For people that don't know, we just had an accident. I didn't pee. I don't think <laughs> it we had off. an accident. <laughs> you caused this because I'm trying to figure this out. Austin Culture Club. Well, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah. So we're going to go right into the interview. Yeah, might as well. Uh, Ruben, help me out here while I'm cleaning up your mess. Dude, you do this. as I sit here watching you struggle from the inside of your own mind. Hello, darkness, my old friend. So, Dan, um, <laughs> you you are a, an artist, a creator, a comic lover. Uh, what got you into Saboteur. Like, Saboteur. Uh, what got you into this... Uh, this line of work, this, this form, like, this love, this yeah. medium, this uh, this medium. Um, well, I've liked comics since I was like eight years old, I guess. What yeah. would you say is like uh, the comic that really? Oh, made f- it- first books I bought were uh, X Men two hundred seven with Wolverine ripping through the cover. I think it was a John Romita Junior cover, mm. and then uh, a Marvel Saga number eight, which was like reprints of old nineteen sixties comics, which. I ended up, I ended up falling in love with old sixties comics first, you know, those old stories. And then, which became reflective in some of my work later on. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what got me going in the first place, but I collected comics as a kid and kind of got, you know, walked away from it during college after that for a while, but started actually writing, drawing, um, you know, indie comics back in telling your own story. Sure. No, not my story. Trust me. 
you know, they say a writer, right? Your writer should write what they know. Uh, I've been writing for a long time. I'm kind of tired of writing what I know. Mm. So now I'm, I would like to write what I don't know, you know, or, you know, yeah. explore new topics and, you know, and so like, that's a big reason that I'm doing big footnotes karate. It gets me out of the comedy one shot dick and fart joke books and moves over to like yeah. a larger, more cinematic concept. That's, you know, uh, yeah, like a bigger concept that, you know, that's a little bit more cinematic and, you know, tells a more a harder story. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Beans don't burn on the grill. Is that your comic? No, that's, that's, that's the Jeffersons. My, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so is there like with Bigfoot Nose Karate, like how did you develop that concept? Like how did you come up with this idea? Was it just like you're a huge Bigfoot fan? Big fan. You're watching like Cobra Kai. Who's a fan of Bigfoot? I'm a fan of Bigfoot. I like them all. I like the Loch Ness Monster. I like Bigfoot. I was trying to like... Yeti? I was kind of... Yeah, Yeti. Sasquatch? Yeah. The Abominable Snowman. Sure. You know. Are um, they, are they, do you have like other like evil big feet that are fighting Bigfoot? Like he goes no. up against Joe Yeti, who's like a blonde haired guy who wears like a beanie and like, you know, everybody hates him, but he's like a real, like a real edgy kind of like Yeti. Yeah, and then close. he wears like, like narrow haunts shirts and shit. And he's like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm look, fuck you, Bigfoot and your friend Sasquatch. Almost, but not quite. The uh, He doesn't fight Joey Yeti. He fights uh, Cthulhu, okay. actually. Uh, oh, he he yes. fights a Cthulhu that does Kung Fu. So we call him Kung Fu Thulu. Kung Fu Thulu. And uh, so, like yeah. So. Yeah, man. So it's like his Bigfoot knows karate. He fights Kung Fu Thulu in the epic cryptid battle of the universe. Oh, and uh, and uh, it's kind of like Godzilla versus Kong meets Kill Bill. Is the best, you know, kind of this meets that that I, I can kind of explain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm um, the only thing that this. You drew this a lot of pictures of Godzilla's feet in this motherfucker. Well, I'm not that dude for produced Nickelodeon shows, if that's what you mean. But the. Uh, but somebody no. said they watched Kill Bill recently, and there's yeah, a lot of feet in it. Oh, I don't know. That was me. Oh yeah, that was you. All right. <laughs> the uh, no, but. Uh, I yeah. gotta bring up that Nickelodeon dude, man. That's dude, terrible. I didn't know about that head shit until class? about two weeks ago. Yeah, the head of the class guy. Man, I didn't know dude. about that shit until like two weeks ago. But he was making My mind crazy was fucking money. blown, dude. Like, I was he like, wrote like all fuck? those baller ass shows. Like he was behind like iCarly and Victorious and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit older, so like I never watched any of that stuff. No you know, one did uh, except for perverts. Yeah. But the reality was those shows are really, really popular. Well, like I was talking to my nephew about it and he watched all that shit when he was a kid. And oh. so he was like saying, I was like, what's with the dude getting drawing on their toes and shit. And he's like, yeah, they were toes everywhere. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. The guy from head of the class. Yep. I loved him in the, if I'm correct, he was in a uh, better off dead. Yes. That was the only thing of any merit. As far as I'm concerned, he played Ricky from next door. Better off dead. And the other ones, summer, whatever. <sighs> One Crazy Summer. Yeah. He wasn't in that, though. I know, but those are great fucking movies. Yeah, they are great. Uh, but Better Off Dead is far superior to I don't know. I've been thinking about summer. this now. See, uh, for years, I was like, Better Off Dead is superior. Because I thought for a lot oh, of different reasons. It's such a great, dark know? comedy, man. But One Crazy Summer is fucked up. It's funny as hell. It's the first Demi Moore movie. still John Cusack. He's still got the art stuff going on. And that Crazy Summer is just crazy. Well, and you know, I mean, and then it had the uh, what the Stork Brothers, which were you know Bobcat Goldthwait yeah. and that other schmuck, yes. and uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. I mean, the only thing is like these movies can never be made today. That's kind of isn't that 
you know, I mean, frankly, yeah, there's a lot of movies that can be made today. And frankly, I wouldn't want these movies. You know, you never have to worry about getting a remake of The Watered Down. It's like Bad News Bears or something like that when they made a remake of that. Ooh, you know, and, shots fired, Linklater. What you going to do now? Your Bad News Bears be sucking on some dead. Uh, did Linklater do that movie? The yes. remake. Uh, yeah, the remake. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he I didn't expect the remake. It. I'm dissing the remake. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. He's a motherfucking Tatum O'Neill fan right here, fool. I know. Hell yeah, dude. Tatum O'Neill school. How would you feel if they did like a like a cartoon series or like a movie of Bigfoot Nose Karate? Yeah, man. Bring me the, bring that yeah. Netflix you money that? over. Yeah. You probably that's, have no look, creative that's the, control though. No, see, here's the thing. Is that okay. the goal? That's the goal. Yeah. That's absolutely the goal. Yeah. You know, as far as creative control is concerned, that's why I am doing a self-published book um, i want so you create, have the rights yeah because here's the thing um and if i was interested if i could get to a publisher because i'm only one book deep right now yeah. so it's not really ready to shop around yet but if i can get to a publisher it would have to be somebody like an image aftershock scout yeah. something like that where i can boom. maintain a boom well they do license more licensed stuff than they do uh than the picking up well, uh, indie stuff but i feel like their indie stuff is fucking phenomenal yeah, and I mean, look, I mean, look, if Boom was interested, I'd talk to Boom. How's that sound? Yeah. Because I'm look, I'm a I'm a product of 1990s I mean, image comics, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so with that being said, I was 16 when Image started. I've always loved comics. I've always loved drawing, and I never really gave two shits about drawing Spider Man. Like for sure, yeah, yeah. You like, love Spider Man. Yeah, well, yeah, Spider Man's great. He's an amazing character, but I don't want to draw him for a Andrew living. Garfield. I'm going to talk about it. I well, haven't not, seen it. Not, so, not, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't this. It was a different dimension, not okay. this dimension. But I was crying. Oh, yeah, I'm a pet. All right. Uh, no, I've never seen it. I haven't seen the movie yet. I mean, that's kind of where I am at with, with the Marvel DC stuff. Yeah. I don't even watch the movies anymore because, I mean, look, 80-year-old characters being retconned again and again. They yeah. die. They come back. Then they're, you know, whatever. I mean, I've seen it all a bunch of times. Why I love indie like comics. teenage soap operas, bro? Dude. What are you going to say next? Wrestling's fake? I love wrestling. Oh, but that's cool. What, what's cool what about it? But it's not 80 year old characters. It's not 80 year old characters. Did yeah. I see Stone Cold come out of WrestleMania and fucking whip ass again? I didn't watch that 80? one, but yeah. He's pretty, He's probably pretty close to He's like in, in his Stone 50s, Cold. yeah. I can't wait Deep to see him. Don't, don't you talk bad about the Stone Cold. It was a tough year for Maskins until Stone Cold came back. Great. That was like the highlight of the year for us. Great. I was, so, at, I was actually at WrestleMania 17 when he went up against The Rock in Houston. So that was a good show. Kelby went to the win this year in Dallas. Yeah, it was like yeah. this Sunday, right? Yeah, it was Saturday, this past Sunday, weekend. It was yeah. two day. Two yeah. day. It was a two day WrestleMania event. Mm-hmm. I was too busy, you know, living. Wow. Friend Springs on Sunday, Kite Festival. You went to the Kite Festival? Kites are in the air. You know. We went to the Honk Festival over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Bad. I love Honk. Honk. Honk is Did awesome. You see Minor Misfits. Minor, Minor Mishap Marching Band. Minor, yeah, they're made me too. Honk. Yeah. They're my favorite. Yeah, period. If you go to Honk, you got to see them. Yeah. The, yeah. Now, I've saw them for the first time back in like the early 2000s, 2003, something yeah, like that. I did not and uh, they, they were playing, they, they came out in a party that they were having at the Blue Theater off of Springdale, which is oh. no longer the Blue Theater. Uh, but there was this big party going on, and all of a sudden, Minor Mishap shows up and just Turns this turns the motherfucker out. They it's great. kill it. Oh, dude, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. My son wants to join them when he's of age, but he's too young right now. Minor mishap. Is there so? There's like an age limit. Well, they don't really have a officially an age limit. At least I guess eighteen. Scott but Lloyd he's, hired but, him to play you know, a birthday just, party one time for his daughter. There are these people you talking about. These people hired him. Minor mishap was the best kid birthday party I ever went to in my life for a kid's birthday. 
They got in the pool with their instruments were playing in the pool. That's hilarious. So, that sounds yeah, about right. Be a dad. Yeah. Get <laughs> I can't even fit all it the minor mishap in my backyard. Also, <laughs> it was great. I don't know. It was a good time. It's so, they're they're awesome. You had like a park? We yeah. were there. Yeah, right. So, that would be cool. That would be epic. Get a bouncy yeah. house. Uh, I heard there was like two-hour lines to get yeah. into the kite festival or if the parking was impossible and all this other shit. You hear a lot of things, don't you? Well, I, I'm just asking you. You were there. False. False. False news. Fake, fake news. Fake news? Yeah. All right. Well, I call it fake, like false news. I know you've been... So what? So the great debate is <laughs> is uh, Stan Lee... Or what's the other guy? What the fuck are you talking Let's about the it. great debate? The, the great debate. The comic Jack debate. Kirby. Yeah. So you know I'm yeah. Kirby Which for one? life. Are you Kirby? Kirby. I'm Kirby of for course. life. Okay. We're all now, Kirby. Okay, so and with that being said, I've actually done work for the Stan Lee Foundation Pow Entertainment. Oh yeah, God, but uh um I did a project for them called Excelsius, the uphill adventures of a boy named Stanley. Mm. And it was a uh creator own project myself and Bonadami, who was my creative partner for several years until he passed. Oh. Uh Bon so, and I did this project together and it suppose stan lee is a little kid in his neighborhood dealing with the neighborhood bully and so it was like you know instead of him fighting you know well he had like a, a rich a, a, he had like uh sue and uh sue and uh reed were his buddies and you know from the fantastic four but we couldn't call them you know fantastic yeah. four yeah but they're little kids and they had to deal with the neighborhood bully his name was galakowitz you know he wore a big giant uh you know uh student eater you know and then like, he went out and then he had a sidekick named harold who wore a silver shirt and carried a skateboard oh. with him and so they had to go up and they so they made like you know the 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 uh bully you know a bully stopper but you know by and they got this kid parker peterson and they uh you know tried to stick 1.21 gigawatts of, of electricity through them and you know whatever so um we did that project for them and with all that being said and i appreciated the time with them they were really nice oh. took good care of us but i'm a kirby guy remember you said coachella earlier yeah remember when tupac they did the tupac hologram several yeah. years back my desire would to would be you go to san diego comic-con you go to new york comic-con mm. they got a fucking hologram of jack kirby there signing comics to me that'd be the coolest thing ever i mean jack is like in the metaverse or in real life they'd be in real life man yeah. just make a hologram of jack you know smoking is smoking his fucking pie or his cigar and just drawing away everybody he passed he like oh back in the 90s, 90s. Yeah. yeah he missed the boom of all this yeah yeah oh so he would he passed before the rise the oh yeah yeah well yeah well, i mean stan lee wasn't even part of the kajillions i mean oh but he he made his what's yeah. the, what's the the big drama well i mean he him? was already part of was the, it the the he said he did the fantastic four well they you know i mean There's like stan lee was you know, they'd come up with the concepts together stanley's an idea man for he, people that don't know for the listeners i'm trying to say paint a picture of right a few. well stan lee well, that's was what it the, is stan lee would say hey paint the picture of this idea and Kirby would, would fucking knock it all out. So Kirby was the writer, and he, or they just both. So Stan was considered the writer. Jack was considered the artist. Okay, okay I say like I'm. They're my friends, yeah. you know, uh, Lee and Kirby. So yeah. Jack and then these worlds that are just like insane. So what happened was, you know, uh, Stan would put out the plot to Kirby here. This is the plot. You go make it happen. And Kirby would draw out twenty four page comic and would write, you know, word bubbles for what they should say, and then. Stanley would like take that, erase it, and then write in the board bubbles that he was going to use to tell the story. So essentially, Kirby's writing the book and Stanley's writing over the top of them. Uh, and while they created the characters together, uh, Jack never really got the credit 
that he deserved financially from that. He was a paid, he was a, you know, Stanley worked for the company as a full-time employee. Uncle, Jack like Herbie the was the, yeah. Wasn't it? yeah like, Jack Herbie was a paid, was a, was a paid for hire artist. So yeah. he had no rights or privileges to those characters. Like Stanley unfortunately. came in, I think like his uncle owned Tiny. But why is books. that? Like after like a certain time period, didn't he like fight against it or? They went to court several oh, they times. Oh, they went to court yeah. several yeah. times, but they, you know, Marvel versus Kirby. Mm. Yeah. There's a, I mean, um, there's depositions on uh, on video you can watch of like Jack uh, of uh, Stanley in deposition, you know, going through the whole thing. And it's uncomfortable in times, you oh, know, wow. for sure. Um, but I mean, like Kirby's the king, you know, yeah. the, the, that's that's the nickname and it sticks because, I mean, really I don't think there is an artist, a comic artist who was not influenced by somebody who was influenced by Kirby. If mm. you never even looked at a Kirby book, fuck that. You've been influenced by Kirby one way or the yeah. other. I you mean, know. this is idea of space and fucking uh, this. I don't know this. Did the he way ever he do his, so own, enormous his own stuff or anything? Or was yeah, he like he went to uh, DC um, after he got in, he got sick of Marvel. He got went to DC and created the Fourth World, which was like the New Gods, Mister Miracle, Dark Side, all those characters. And he did that. And that shit is still insane. Oh, it's nuts! It's, it's absolutely so nuts. It is like a whole. Like two planets battling each other, they're gods. It's like Big Barda. I don't even get started yeah. on how it, it all it's works. It's insane. Out. It was it was really convoluted, but it was great stuff. And those characters have gone on and still are doing things today. And Just then in the nineties, yeah, Kirby fucking madness. That's almost like Old Testament in ways. It's like. Yeah, no. Then, well, in the nineties, he went size to he God. Went, that's mean. And <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, in the nineties, he went to Image, and they basically those guys took care of him and said let's get you a couple of books out and you can make yours because around that time they're making millions, really millions. I mean, yeah. every single one of those original cigars, end, you know, man. Yeah. yeah. He was a cigar guy. I mean, he drank, you know, I don't know if he drank, but yeah, he, he was, was like a legend for all. Oh, I have no yeah. idea, but well, um, I used to read like about the old comic cons, like before, mm-hmm. I mean the old, old ones. When, sure. When they used to be smoking at the, at the table. Table. So yeah. when you say he's you know. like your biggest influence on your work or who are some of your influences? Oh, Kirby, Frank Miller, um, John Romita Jr. I'm going through a thing with him right now. I just found so comedy wise, because you're you're you're, oh, you're from... stuck. There's like like Blake Text Adventure. That's a lot of comedy. So sure. like you're like Mighty Python. Oh, I like Mighty Python. Like, yeah, what Animal was House. Your, like, your favorite like comedy oh, as a child. Shit. Like, I mean, com- uh, coming to like America. There's some, there's is a big some one of those for influences me. in there because sure. it's very like satire or like. Yeah, coming to America, Three Amigos. Um, I don't know what the hell. I mean, it's Animal House. I mean, watched all that stuff. I've yeah. you know, I mean, the SNL I, I was, or oh yeah, I love SNL. Early SNL. I still watch SNL. I mean, uh, it's just a staple. Yeah. Um, you know, and just reading. Uh, just reading stuff like, you know, Roddy Doyle, you know, and stuff like that, you know, who's an amazing Irish author who did like, you ever see a movie called The Commitments? Yes. Yeah. The Commitments is an incredible flick. Yeah, it's it was part of a trilogy, the Irish trilogy. Hell yeah. Really? The Marytown trilogy. Yeah. yeah you know it. Uh, the Van yeah. and the Snapper. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, they're incredible books, but stuff like that. I mean. Jimmy Rabbit. You know Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Rabbit. Rabbit. Exactly. Oh, man. You jo- Joey the I'm Lips young, Fagan, you know? man. Exactly. So. I'm a young boy. Yeah, I saw that movie in the theater, dude. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking, man? I'm um, 48. Okay, I'm 45. So, okay, okay. Yeah. gotcha. I'm um, Say what? <laughs> no. It's trash. I'm, I'm, I'm young. Yeah, yeah, it's trash. I'm a young boy. All right. But yeah, I, was, I don't know. I'm it's in just my fun. Jesus year. But I feel know? like the comic books of the 80s and 90s, because there weren't any movies, and there wasn't mm-hmm. like... I, I, this sounds dumb, but like there wasn't like really like 
a big idea of like big money. Like you kind of just did it because you liked it and you're like in there's a lot of humor in his comic books too. You sure. know what I mean? It was just like a good time. You know, I mean, there wasn't the overexposure. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, superheroes today, Marvel, DC, these are our new Greek gods. Mm. You know, these are these are the the tall tales and legends that people buy into today. And look, I'm not going to begrudge anyone that, what they like, whatever their fandom is. Yeah. Me personally, I'm an indie guy. Have yeah. been for a long time. I don't need 80 year old characters who have been retconned a million times over. Give me something fresh. Give me something new. Give me so something, something exciting. Something you're reading now that you're really into. Uh, the tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Lost Ronin. Actually, Ooh, it's just an, uh, yeah. yeah I've been cool. I've been really reading cool. that. Um, I I buy a lot of Kickstarters. I mean, I yeah. I love Kickstarter comics. I love crazy stuff. I mean, I put Bigfoot on Kickstarter. That yeah. was you know yeah. that was. Uh, you know, and I mean, and I love that marketplace, you know, that opportunity for uh, creators to get their work out there, especially during the pandemic. I mean, you weren't going to shows and stuff like that. I used to yeah. go to shows and There's set up and all that time for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I'll tell you what, God, it taught me so much. And I, I don't think I could have done near as well with Bigfoot. Uh, not on Kickstarter as I did on it because yeah. I mean we I asked for a thousand. Honestly, you're right though. A lot of people I yeah. feel were like it's more involved, or maybe not as that, but like reading more, watching mm-hmm. more movies. Absolutely, content became king. Yeah, and I mean, so you know, we put it up, we put a Bigfoot on Kickstarter, asked for a thousand dollars, we raised that in seven minutes, and uh, we no yeah amazing. we ra- we raised three grand in two and a half I hours. You, have, you, have such you know, a fandom. Because you have so yeah. many people that do like the fan art, which is like, oh my god, must be like amazing. You know what I mean? Oh, I got like- two today. I mean, you don't. It's been. I mean, look, it's humbling as hell. But we've received over eighty pieces of fan art wow. since the before. You know, since before we even went to launch. That, what do you, you know? think that is? It's just the. I think it's the love for Bigfoot. Love. It's just like. I think it's the title. I think it's the title. Bigfoot knows karate. It 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 tells you immediately what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the title alone. It's like if you knew Kung Fu, I don't know if I would like it as much. Yeah. No, it just rolls off the tongue. Spanish. I don't know if it is. We we want to do. Doesn't need to teach me how to you know learn Spanish. We want to do a comedy comic. Casey, my co-writer, and I want to do a comedy comic. This is a joke, probably never, but well, we like to make a joke about it. That we're going to do one called Bigfoot Knows Pilates. And uh, Ooh, yeah, but right. that's probably never gonna happen. I like that one too, though. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the title alone just like hooks you on it. Yeah. Uh, and then it reminds me of like the X Files and like all the things I loved Twilight Zone, like the things like these myths and things that I loved as a kid. Yeah. In Karate Kid, just like it just has that like '90s essence to the it. secret world yeah you know it's uh scratching I mean, on the surface you know like i said it's the god godzilla versus kong meets kill bill but what i didn't say was with a twist yeah you know because it is it's a book and the first issue is a book in four acts you know mm-hmm. a character study to understand who he is this understanding of this un, this unreal world where he can go in in and out of and then this battle between him and Kung Fu Thulu, mm. which is, you know, the epic, you know, fuck them up battle of the century. And then then the twist that last that last act is this monster twist. And um, we wanted to give you a book that, you know, Bigfoot knows karate. We wanted to give you that. We wanted to give you the ass kicking Bigfoot. But he's introspective. He's a he's a he's a almost, you know, I mean, if you lived your entire life in solitude. And nobody knew who you were and you had no, and nobody believed that you were even real. What the 
What would that do to your yeah, psyche? Your mindset. What would yeah. you do to that? Well, you know, luckily this guy, this Bigfoot has been trained in martial arts and his mind is and attuned it, it's and kind focused. Of like those old, you know, like movies like that, you know, mm-hmm. and seclude or even Batman, you know, what was the, the, the inner the, monologue the, going through and all like that. Uncle traveling yeah. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> is that the, uh, the, the fraggle rock? rock? Yeah. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, the, I love that character. Yeah, traveling. Next. All it was is a postcard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, you know, they show the little story, but it's like, you don't know if he was real. Sure. He's really out there in the world. Man, Nobody... wouldn't that be a thing if that, what was the main character on Fraggle Rock? I don't remember his name, but. Uh, uh, Wimbley and Red? Uh, yeah, I guess. But uh, what what would be the, uh, wouldn't it be messed up if that was just all an illusion in his mind? But and it could have been. Real? Nobody really but knows. But then they make that movie about the lake house or whatever, where they were like getting postcards out of a mailbox, yeah. like in the few, it was all time travel don't or something like, like that. you don't know the lake I actually house. haven't seen exactly it very well. The whole yeah. point, the I, uncle traveling Matt, I'm telling you, that gave the idea. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, watching. I'm, there you go. I try to explain Fraggle Rock is so great because it's like so destructively weird. They eat the cities that the little guys yeah the dozers or they completely destroy them sure and they gotta rebuild the city they're they basically like playing godzilla yeah. at any time they want exactly oh, just destroy some shit it's, it's like this the natural way of things like we're gonna destroy everything all built so do you have this idea as like a child like how did that how did this like idea come about um okay so i love names I love names. I mentioned Latex Avenger earlier. Yeah. I mentioned Spermicidal Foam Lad. Oh, well, I, maybe I didn't. I was talking to y'all earlier. But you got like my first book was Latex Avenger. He's got a sidekick, Spermicidal Foam Lad, and together they re- repel crime 99.9% of the time. And uh, so, you know, in, in that book you're holding, I mean, he meets Sexy Nurse America. You know, there's it's a superhero speed dating story. And so he he meets all these different superhero and they go, you know, through the speed dating and you got characters like Venus Flytramp and things like that that show up in the book. I love the Kosher books, the yeah. pig, you know, I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's like, a Shizzle, yeah. the pimp and wizard, whatever, you know, I love making crazy characters. Yeah. And so Bigfoot knows karate stemmed out of that. And I was originally it was going to be in that latex Avenger Masters of the Obvious World. And it was going to be a comedy and it was going to be stupid. And um and I thought that was just a dumb story and I just put it yeah. to the side, but I love the name. And I started doodling the character again, but I was in more of the style that I'm drawing now, this mm. brushy, grungy style. It kind of has that like uh, Samurai Jack kind of like. I hear of, that a lot. Okay. Now I don't have a lot of knowledge. Of no, 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 not at all. Been, yeah. No, no. I'll take it as a compliment every day of the week. It had a show on Cartoon Network for yeah, a dude, long time. They must have been doing something okay, right. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know his uh, name, but yeah, he's yeah, French or something, Wars, isn't he? The one that. The the original Clone Wars yeah. that was kick ass looking too, yeah. and then um, uh, I, Clone Wars in general. I think it's yeah. like the new show that he does. Yeah. So um, no, but I've heard What's the I've heard the Samurai name? Jack thing before. In fact, uh, an artist, Dennis Valencia uh, from Slate Comics, did a piece of a Bigfoot and uh, Samurai Jack together with both the Cthulhu and the I don't remember Ooh. what the big bad's name is from uh, from Samurai, Samurai Jack, but had both of them in there. I've only seen about 20 minutes of Samurai Jack years ago. Um, I plan to watch it at some point, but I don't want to watch it right now while I'm doing this book. Yeah, and development. Because you don't want to have, yeah. you don't want to have influence by that. You yeah. know, the influence. Like the way it ends is like, supposedly really great. Like, oh, yeah? He, he, he don't tells ruin the whole it for story. Okay. He hasn't seen it. <laughs> I ruined it for him. Don't ruin it. I said I ruined it for him. He's not. It's already ruined. Don't. You want to know who Kaiser Soze was too? I'll Bees tell you what. don't burn on the grill. Beans don't. So, are you working on book two? Is I that am the, working is that on book two. Yeah, I'm working on book two. I feel um, you have a, a, a big fan following from it. From 
Um, you know, I mean, look, we backed the campaign on Kickstarter. We ended up with like 212 backers. We made like $7,300 on the campaign, which was cool. Yeah. You know, um, the, the backer, you know, I mean, Instagram was amazing amazing uh, to this project you know people have really rallied behind it whether it's artists doing the fan art or people just like post you know like comment share whatever mm. i get a lot of crazy emails from people who are just excited about it you know hey can i get the book somewhere you know so i love that i mean look i'm used to doing shit that people didn't like or couldn't care less about you know with latex yeah. avenger it's kind of a turnoff to some folks especially Were when you're handing offended? out oh yeah like, well especially I, when you're handing out condoms to people with your website address <laughs> on them i love on that. your web yeah That's so well, kinda, um, i mean i no. want to do that for our podcast you, know. you should you should so um yeah no people did get offended i've been called godless i've been did called you go all to sorts of names. Oh yeah, I used to do staple. I, my first staple was in 2007. In fact, when I moved to Austin, I moved staple. here on March. I moved here on March 2nd. My books arrived at my apartment on March 1st. Oh, wow. Okay, so my book stayed overnight on the porch. Uh, I did the book in Dallas. This before I had, package, Steven. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> this pre Amazon where everybody's like, "Oh, what's this?" Um, but they had. I was living in Dallas, moving to Austin. Okay, wow. moving back to Austin uh, for the second time, and um, my books arrived on the March 1st. I arrived on March 2nd. Staple was March 3rd. Very first comic book convention to ever wow. work. You know, Chris Nicholas from Staple, Uncle Staple, yes. took me over to the table. This is where you're going to be. Um, and I had 100 copies of Latex Avenger, and that's it. The mm. best thing my ex-girlfriend ever did in our relationship was bring, was she was, I'll be back, and went to the store and came back because I didn't have anything. She brought a bowl yeah. of candy and a shit ton of trojan condoms and she said give these out to people okay because she was in marketing and yeah, that's uh genius. She had yeah genius okay best thing she ever brought to the relationship yeah. i swear to god and um and uh it's funny yeah so that was the uh so you're not with her no 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 that no. didn't work i've been married for years and, uh, yeah yeah i'm i've been married years now that that, that, that didn't work out that was very very scary situation that we're glad to be out of yeah. years yeah. of therapy and Years of therapy. Yeah. You years went to therapy of therapy because of it. Therapy. Absolutely. Was it the candy or the condoms that really did you? No, you push? know what? I remember at the beginning of this thing, everyone, before we got started, they asked if there's anything off top that I couldn't talk about. I said, no, everything's cool, but I'm going to actually pass on this stuff. Okay. Okay, that makes cool. Sense. All right. Yeah. That's, that's Get your we, mind out of the gutter. You know, we will. You know, we're hard hitting, you know, we're like yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. Just good. like yeah. Bill O'Reilly. When I looked at you two, I went, ah, yeah. oh, there's yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. You know, we're bad boys. Yeah. Uh, so from that experience, was it just like automatically this, like, I got to keep doing this. I got to keep. Going. Actually, no. Staple comes back. Me too. Me too. I'm kind of worried a little. So yeah, for, me too. But no, to your answer, your yeah, question, you know, no, I did the first one. It was like kind of as a lark. You know, I just wanted to get it out of my system. Like three mm. years later, I was like, I need to do another one of those and got into it. And then that's when it kind of kicked off and I was doing. You know, do, I was working on Latex Avenger a bunch, did several. We probably did about seven or eight issues of Latex Avenger. Once Bond came <coughs> on, we started going pretty hard. And then uh, Latex Avenger got us hooked up with uh, Hound Comics that we did uh, Masters of the Obvious. And then it just kind of rolled from there. But, you know, after about 2013, I started getting burnout real bad. And uh, Bond, Bond, what? Drugs. Unfortunately, not my drug problem. That was my buddies, and uh, that didn't work out well. Sex addiction. Yeah, no. Um, the uh, no. Unfortunately, um, piracy. <laughs> Unfortunately, Bond passed away to oh, drugs. Oh, I, I yeah. apologize. So no, it's I, okay. I, 
it's yeah, okay. No, yeah. It's well, that was kind of, yeah, well, that's the truth, but that was also kind of the point where I kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, just every chat time, that in real Every good. time you push it too <laughs> fucking far. That was too far. <laughs> you go too far. <laughs> that, that's another off topic. That's What's like wrong with you? Line. Let me just say, um, Bonadami was an amazing, amazing artist and amazing comic creator and uh, was one of the most off-putting people you would have ever met. He he, he just he would look at you and scare the shit out of you, yeah. you know, and I love that kid so much and I miss him every day. And he I know that uh, I'm not a religious person. I'm not even a spiritual person, but I know he's watching what we're doing right now, yeah. you know, and I know he's I know he's laughing his ass off at me, you know, yeah. why not? I'll look at him uncomfortable well, I mean, on that you're fucking still podcast. It. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so absolutely. That's, there's a point of pride in that oh and, absolutely and I think, yeah. like you know creative people do have like i think that not creativity comes from like craziness but i mm-hmm. think there is a you have to like you whoa, are whoa, you whoa, have to be crazy to, like, do you don't stuff. know well, this guy you know you don't know if he was crazy well you know i have bipolar disorder if we want to talk about yeah, that yeah. too yeah i mean seriously it's like yeah i mean it's uh how are you gonna look at this man and say he's a lunatic like what's the <laughs> point of this we're crazy man like oh we're crazy yeah, yeah you read his comic book you gotta be crazy to write yeah, something. Like Bill O'Reilly, crazy, huh? We're Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bill. You're O'Reilly. And <laughs> here I am with the O'Reilly brothers the over here. Yeah, I'm not oh, even sure uh, how I get part of O'Reilly. O'Reilly. All right, I can live with that. So, what would you tell like inspiring uh, artists, comic creators? Like how? Like just do it. Just like yeah. if you really want to like get your content out there, just do it yourself. The DIY punk rock kind of. I love the DIY punk rock analogy for that. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You want to make a comic book. You want to, I don't care what you want to do, whatever you want to do, get off your ass, put your video games down and do it. Yeah. Okay. Like it's just, that is the, that's the beginning of it. Like the getting over the little hurdles that keep people back. Turn you know? off the Fox fucking news, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Turn that off too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's worse than the video games. The, uh, but no, um, that's how you, I mean, look, if anything you want to achieve, put that in the work, you know, I, uh, I mean, my day job, I'm a creative director for a marketing group. Okay. I, I know, you know, I mean, so I like from, I try, you know, I have to work as a, as a writer or a co-writer cause I got Casey Allen with me. Uh, I got, you know, I got to do the artwork for this, you know, the coloring, the lettering, all that stuff. And then you got to be able to market yourself too. So for anybody who's aspiring to do this, look, it's not just about the great work that you can do with the pen and paper. You got to sell yourself. You got to sell that's, your product. That's the part I, yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize. It's like you almost have, you have to be a business person yep. when it comes to being an artist. Absolutely. It's not just like writing it and then it just automatically goes out there. It's like, yeah, like no. you just can't walk in and say you're King Kirby, fool. You yeah. gotta yeah. like earn the title. Well, you know, I mean, it's the like crown. during the during when we did the Kickstarter, you know, I, I actually worked with a publicist, mm-hmm. you know, because I can't do it all. Yeah. Okay. You, know, you can't do everything. Yeah. And so it is one of those things that, um, it is one of those, that was me. Um, it was one of those things that you, um, that, uh, yeah, I, you can't do it all. So you might as well bring in the, bring in the professionals and Mm -hmm. let the, let the experts take care of it for you. Uh, I can't do everything, but I mean, I know marketing, I know how to do a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I worked with him, but we did 30 podcasts, uh, during the course of the campaign getting that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we worked our asses off to make this happen and we started planning, you know, the campaign was in October. We started planning the podcast uh, route in uh, in August, 
Okay, so we were working three, four months ahead of time for an October launch. Yeah. I get people contacting me. Hey, how'd you get all those podcasts? I got a comic launching in two weeks. Yeah, you're kind of screwed because, you know, you need to get you on their schedules. You waited yeah. too long. You've got to jump on it. And I tell creators all the like, time. Like, uh, like a book release or anything, like an album. You got to do the press tour. You got to do a press tour. Yeah. And you, you can't do it a week before the book. Hell no. Weeks. It's it's six months. It's it's a chess it's a chess yeah. game. You got to be thinking three moves, seven moves, whatever yeah. you want to do in advance. Okay, because timing is you know the the look, luck is Queen's nothing Gambit. more where yeah luck is nothing more where 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 a preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. That's all luck really is. If you have your shit down pat, if you can't, if I'm if uh, I'm in the okay, Stanley passed away, but we're gonna use him as the example. Yeah. I'm in an elevator. Stanley walks in. We're going up twenty floors. I got that little amount of time to look at Stan Lee and go, hey, I've got a comic book, Latex Avenger. He's where he has a sidekick, spermicidal yeah. foam lad, and together they repel crime 99.9% of the time. Yeah. I have my ele elevator pitch down to a T on all my projects. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what we're, what what the book is and paint a picture of you uh, uh, for you in the time that we're in that elevator. You hear this yeah. person right You're here? Well, you're elevator. over there yeah. pussyfooting. You couldn't exactly. see, but he pointed. Yeah. <laughs> pussy foot. I'm, I'm glad we don't have video on this one because yeah, because nobody wants to see your it. foot and pussy. Wow, wow. <laughs> so where can I find these comics? Like, uh, uh, are they? Do you have a website that you're selling them on? So yeah. So you can town? you can get to uh, everything from BigfootNoseKarate.com. That's like that's home. Uh, but I, you can go to, there's a link there that'll take you to cwsbookstore.com where, uh, you can buy, uh, copies of the regular edition, regular cover. Um, you can pick up one of those for eight bucks. You can also, if you're here in Austin, go over to Bat City Comics on, uh, East Cesar Chavez. Bat you can City. get, yep. You can get, uh, you can get copies of Friend the, of the show. Oh, absolutely. Friend of the, the show. show. They're great. They're uh, yeah. Great. No, I, I saw Shannon and Matt earlier this week or last week. And they said to me, oh, we've been on the show. Tell them we said hi. I, They're great. I, like, I didn't realize that the concept of a nonprofit comic book shop. That's amazing, like, isn't it? It's amazing. And it's like amazing. The, the awareness that like for kids to get kids to read and, you know, you know, mm -hmm. they do like a lot of events. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're great. They're, they're they good. even have like their... They do a, a show, a weekly show, I believe. Wind, Wind Down, Down Sundays. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I've been, I've been on that Have you show. Been on it? Yeah, great. I've been on yeah. it. Yeah, they're great. They're they're wonderful people. And I mean, they're just kind-hearted folks. I really, that's why they're my local comic store. I mean, yeah. that's where I go. But you can get copies of it there. They got You can get the regular edition or the deluxe edition of the book. Um, and then um, Dragon's Lair will be handling it here soon. We're actually doing a uh, signing myself and Robert Garcia from... Uh, from Retribution, uh, another indie book, we're going to be doing a signing at Dragon's Lair on April 23rd. So if you have nothing going on on April, April 23rd, 23rd yeah. I think like from two to six or something like that, we're going to be going, we're going to be signing comics. I'll have uh, all four. Fest, fool. Oh, no. The, skip uh, it. I can't skip RenFest. I already bought the tickets. You've been to one RenFest, you've been to them all. I've never been to one. <laughs> well, once you go to this one, you've been to them all. That's true. Okay. No, so. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna skip the rent fast. I'm gonna go. To I don't want to be rude, man, right. but corsets. So, uh, <laughs> so with do you like doing like the the comic conventions? Do you like being more of a spectator or you I know been to a, I haven't been to a comic convention as a spectator, and I don't know how long. I mean, Usually really, working it. I'm working it. Yeah. The uh, we've been full day in the conventions in three years. Yeah, could but you, I mean, could you see yourself doing your own podcast? 
No. 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 I like going on other people. We've been it's too much work, for... you know. It's uh the you know, I mean, I've got friends who have podcasts and YouTube channels and things like that. I have a YouTube channel just to have put a few what, things what on there. It? Oh, I don't it doesn't even have a name. I mean it's it's just you know slash A B X Y, but yeah, you can I mean that's just so I can house my uh my Bigfoot Nose karate video on my website and you know there's a couple other things my cat you know nothing major like cats, uh, yeah. yeah cats are fun uh my cat hey blitz if you're if you can hear this dad blitz. loves you Kiki, <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> so anyway blitz. um shout out blitz shout, shout out the blitz man yeah. he's cool three different cat languages what the fuck are you doing over there? i don't he's, know what language his cat speaks he's so trilingual and cat cat quit pussyfooting Oh, that would be kind of lingual. So anyway, well, thank you for being on our show. The last thing I said was kind of lingual. I'm glad to have been here. Yeah, thank you very much. We're gonna quote you on that one yeah, too. Sure. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you want to like tell us that's coming up or yeah, yeah. Um, check you out your oh, Instagram so, handle? Yeah, so I've got another book coming out. I'm working on book two of Bigfoot Does Karate, but. Yeah, so that's happening. Oh, yeah, right. And then I've got, um, but also this summer, you can check out, I don't know if you're, this is an Austin podcast, so y'all might know, there's a cat here in town, Drew Edwards. He does a book, Halloween Man. Uh, Halloween Man was up for one Best of Austin like two years ago for Best Comic or Best Comic Creator. And um, so Drew and I have worked together on some things. We are doing a Halloween Man meets Latex Avenger crossover Ooh. with uh, myself and Drew writing and uh, Paulo Hernandez doing the artwork on it. And it is gorgeous. Paulo has knocked it out of the park. Um, and then... Um, so that's coming out this summer. We're going to be putting that up, I think, on Indiegogo. Uh, Drew's running. I think he's, oh. in a, he's an Indiegogo guy. Um, go Kickstarter. Uh, anyway, so, um, but we're doing that. And uh, and then, so there's that. If my You can find all the good information at BigfootNoseKarate.com. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Danomite139, D-A-N-O-M-Y-T-E-139, Danomite. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, D-A-N-O-M-Y-T-E. M-Y-T-E. Yeah. might one three like I thought it'd be like two N's. I'm excited. So the great thing about Austin and Austin culture is there's a lot of creative people, especially in the comic book world. Yeah. Like I go to like a lot of like signings and events with this guy. He's a comic guy. And I I enjoy it too. But I didn't know the... A lot of artists, mm-hmm. a lot of writers. Uh, the the guy that that uh, what is it? He was in a band. What's his name? He. Uh, Are you talking about romance? Ba- oh, I have no idea. So Mike he has Umbrella his, Academy. Well, he has his own like sub yeah, comic, yeah. and one of the artists for a hit like Mick Darrington. Mick Darrington was. He lives here in Austin. A great artist. We used to live on this show. They used to live here. Right on. Now I'm not familiar with them. But uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of comic creators in town. You know, I mean, at one point here in Austin, there was a huge, a very huge, just, you know, uh, society. Staples Staples fantastic. You know, but there was a lot of us who kind of ran together for a long time. Everybody kind of got married and, you know, went all down their separate ways. But, you know, I still have my drinking buddies from the comic book world that, you know, and they'll all... uh, you know, and they'll come over to my crawfish boil in a couple of weeks, you know, and that kind of thing. But crawfish yeah. boil. What? You suck that? Who did? Exactly. Yeah. The uh, So, you know, but yeah, they're all good cats. And, uh, you know, 
But I mean, I can't believe I want to just say I mentioned my Instagram handle before, but yeah, check me out on Instagram, Denomite one three nine. The Instagram community is one just in. incredible. Yeah, one n. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah, it's just messing with your mind now, bro. Um, Dan knows. Be like Dan no mind. Don't confuse the people. Yeah, I want them to find me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> One in, I came, I came all the way over here. This, just, he's yeah. not doing this podcast for your enjoyment. He's doing it for, you know, oh, or their so, confusion. So what makes so. you think I'm enjoying this? <laughs> well, I had a blast. Thank <laughs> yeah, you yeah thank you very show. much, man. Thanks for dealing with our, you know, hijinks. And, you know, there was like this great moment a few years ago when it was like Thor came out and like all that shit was Kirby and like. All that shit in Justice League that even though we sucked, it's just like all that dark side, parademons, all that stuff. It was just like you know, paralegal. They could make these fucking movies better, but it's nice. It's just nice oh. to know that Kirby lives. Yeah, even though he wrote these damn things fucking fifty I'm years thinking, ago. Yeah, they're still the same. They can't. They can't not have the Kirbyisms. You know. Yeah. Now I, I don't watch the movies, man. I mean, I've, I haven't watched it. I saw yeah. uh, Black. I, I watched all the way up to Black Panther, and it, which was an amazing movie. Another Kirby. And uh, yeah, another Kirby character that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And then my kids had me watch Infinity War, and I would I, I had, had not seen so many of the other movies. I I couldn't figure it out, and I fell asleep during Endgame. Not so I'm really I'm really uh, I'm, I'm out. A David Lynch fan myself. I am a David Lynch fan myself too. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, these I mean, superheroes not, are amazing. No, not at all. Yeah. I think I feel like there's a lot of, uh, especially with uh, HBO, there's a lot of now DC mm-hmm. TV shows that are coming out. Yeah, well, all the stupid, all the apps gotta have content. You yeah. know what? One that kind of remind me. Yep. So they're like is the Harley Quinn as a, a cartoon series. That Fuck you, really? Of the like, it's fucking adventure. good. It's a very raunchy. Is it? Uh, like I haven't even heard of it. It's R-rated. It's, it's fucking... It's, uh, well, they Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy are like uh, uh, they a couple in it. Okay. But it's... I don't know. It's so funny. And it re- re- kind of reminded me of like... Jessica oh, Vendor my God. The Riddler's so fucking good in that. The very neurotic... Sure. Do you remember like uh, there was a show on... Dr. Psycho. Comedy it's Central. So drawn Together. Drawn was, Together was yes. amazing. Uh, yeah. That was I, amazing. But it, it's very similar to that. Yeah. I, like, so when I was like reading... This comic, I was like, damn. I almost like saw it as like a cartoon that I would like. You know what they're bringing sneak, back? I would like in the 90s, like sneak to watch because I didn't want sure. my, my they're parents. They're bringing back sure. Clone High, too. What's Clone High? You ever see Clone High? No, nah, I never heard of it that It was one. like on MTV for a year or two, and it was really wasn't that good, but the yeah. idea was great. Well, so it's like a bunch of clones of famous people, but they're all teenagers. So it's like, like Jesus, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it was interesting. Fucking funny. Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. The uh, all, like teenage kids and like they're in their little cliques and whatever. It's kind of funny. The MTV cartoon that I love was the Max. To me, oh, yeah. that was well, brilliant. That that was that cartoon was brilliant. But it was like one of those Daria. things where you wanted oh, yeah. more. You know. Yeah, like, they didn't produce enough of it yeah. for sure. Uh, that and the original uh, Liquid Television when they oh, had yeah. the ori- oh, yeah. they had the Elon original Flux, yeah. Eon Flux before she had her own show and yeah. she just had she just died in every episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. She was the original Kenny. All oh, that Bill Clinton you know? stuff was yeah. on that too. So, so I see the future right now. Five years, got your own shows. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of content. Your list of content here, is right? like amazing. Oh, thank well, you so much. Right now, the, all those yeah. channels and networks, they need so much content. Yeah, well, if you know anybody, angry. man, throw, I'll throw you a finder's fee if you get yeah, me hooked yeah, up we'll get, with Netflix. We'll get, you know, or Rob Rodriguez. Sure. We'll get him involved. Get you know? him involved, you know man. So, Dude, okay, can I just, on that note, 
see it. Dude, that would be the dream. Okay. A Rodriguez Tarantino joint, you know, thing that you got uh and with a kick-ass soundtrack. Because for me personally, I'm Bigfoot knows karate. That's the only thing missing is a oh, freaking soundtrack. What would be the soundtrack? Oh, dude. Okay. Would it be like 80s? Like no, it would okay. be more like Tom Waits, uh, you know, going out west All type right. stuff. And you know, and uh R.L. Burnside going down south, you know, that type of thing. It's or, more like mysterious. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of like, you know, eerie, eerie, definitely, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of, you know, throwing a little Wu-Tang or something You're like that in there, right. too. It's like his son's got a record. Out. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. Uh, his grandson, yeah, uh, yeah. Cedric. He's a drummer. Yeah, well, he's he used amazing. He's the drummer for the original. Yeah, band. yeah, and he, he has like 16. Thing, yeah. Oh, dude, Cedric like Burnside's a badass, yeah. though. But RL would make him like go on tour, like pay him like $12 or some <laughs> shit or something. <laughs> do, you, like uh, do you like Gary Clark? Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing, too, yes. dude. I've, his, his new stuff. Are you going to talk in the mic or are you just going to. We're just talking as friends. Well, we're on a podcast. We said that we were done, so I thought we were done. And then now we're not done. Well, we're still talking. <laughs> well, since Ruben's ba- uh, bugging yeah. out, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Don't yell into the mic. Too <laughs> late. <laughs> you're messing up the sounds. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. you're good. No, just like great pod. You know, look. I mean, you know, the Stooges. That would be another band that I'd throw into oh, the mix for yeah. uh, for Bigfoot Nose Karate. Um, yeah. What live action? Or you, what do you think? Uh, cartoon. Cartoon. You okay. can't make a live action uh, movie like this. I can't, I could never. Yeah, I could never. You, you know, Swamp Thing got ruined so many times. We First have of a, all, what are you talking about? You love Harry and the Hendersons. That's true. The um, I could never do it. The uh, but you know, like it's a five issue arc uh, in the main arc that we're doing, and we have some side books coming out that'll go in between. You know, books three, four, and five, oh, wow. and uh, so with some other artists like Adam Caswell. Uh, who did the did well? Who did this cover is actually doing an interiors for us cover. for that book. It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. I want that as like a back. I have a I, uh, like I have posters. Cool. I have a poster of that available. So next time we hook up, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a. That would be a sick. That's yeah, a lot of like pen and ink back piece. Yeah. The uh, but you know we so I like five issue the main arcs five issues man yeah give me ten episodes on a streaming service we'll you see know what we can do yeah we'll talk so. to our guys we'll yeah talk to you, you let me know our guys yeah. Or ladies. Oh, yeah. Let's just, yeah. Hey. Ladies make content too. No? Sure. Be sexy. Man, I am so. Austin Culture Club Podcast. Thanks for being on the show. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Can we smoke? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The show is sponsored by Top of the Galaxy Smoke Shop. Use promo code CULTURE for a discount on all your smoking needs. <laughs>